The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello, today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about when you should start segmenting your subscribers. It's a great question, isn't it? A lot of people worry about whether they're too early or too late to do that, whether their list is too small or too big. It's like Goldilocks and the three email lists. When is it just right? Should you wait until quarter past two to start segmenting your subscribers? But because it's such a powerful tactic to make sure you're constantly putting the right messaging in front of the right people, we do have to factor it in. And that is what we're going to do in this episode. Yes, we are. Before we get into it, if you would like our list of the top 10 books we recommend to improve your email marketing, That is just one of the resources that you'll find at emailmarketingheroes.com slash resources. Now, when this episode comes to an end, we don't want you to be sat there figuring out, how does this work for me? How can I do this? So come and hang out in our free Facebook group. We created it to talk about the stuff that's going on in the podcast and email marketing generally. So it's called the Email Marketing Show Community. Just open Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community. Request to join the group. You'll be in. It's free. You just need your free Facebook account. Or you can open any web browser and go to robandkennedy.group and it will forward you over to the Facebook group. He has a limited edition Tickle Me Elmo right next to his desk. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. And he regularly gets bored halfway through conversations, particularly on our Wednesday morning meetings. It's psychological mind reader Kennedy. Kennedy. Is it really that obvious that I'm like, oh yeah, that, that's really interesting. That's great. Anyway, there's a face that you do, which if you know me quite well. Just get to sort of disappear off into Kennedy Land, which looks like a fascinating place to be. Yeah, it's, it's a great place. All I'm doing is singing the theme tune of the podcast in my head. <laughs> This is the show where we give course creators, coaches, and membership site owners everything you need to use psychology-driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business with a brand new spanking episode every Email Marketing Wednesday. (laughs) Email Marketing Wednesday. This is Kennedy's new catchphrase, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. I think it's going to catch on. I think people will be like, Email Marketing Wednesday. I'm not sure it will. But if you get any more enthusiastic, you're going to start singing that intro. Hello, this this is the show. <laughs> Make sure you don't miss out another episode of this show, by the way. Make sure you do hit the subscribe button. That means you won't miss an episode, basically. It'll automatically download it to your podcast app and all that kind of magic. And you'll get to hear Email Marketing Wednesday. There you are. Actually, again. Actually, Actually, as soon as you've taken your finger off the subscribe button, uh, also take a quick selfie, take a photograph, let us know which episode you were listening to. That'll be this one. Uh, post it on social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter. You can just tag us at Rob and Kennedy. We'd love to see what you're doing. We'll share it onto our social media stuff and you'll be able to be seen by loads more people. So take a photo, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. That was really slick, mate. That was really, really slick. It was nearly as fancy as Email Marketing Wednesday, which has no (laughs) alliteration. We should have gone for Email Marketing Monday, really, but I've I've started so I shall finish. It's going to be Email Marketing Wednesday. Email Marketing, it's Wednesday. (laughs) It is. Hey, a lot of people do, like, say, for example, the other day in our Facebook group, actually, Email Marketing Show Community, hashtag, plug it in there. uh, There was somebody talking about 
like you're not supposed to they read somewhere they heard something like you shouldn't be doing any kind of segmentation of your email it's like divvying it up you know splitting it up uh, until you've got 20,000 subscribers and I, I sort of understand why that sentiment might be there I, I get the I get the sentiment I get the idea but when you sort of start digging into it I think it's a really broad blanket statement to make. And so let's just talk about, because this idea of segmentation can freak a few people out. In case you don't know what we mean by segmentation, Rob is going to do his most lovely posh voice and do a definition. I haven't rehearsed this, but actually, but you're going to do a posh voice now, Rob, with his definition of what email segmentation is. Well, segmentation is the arc, the act, the act of dividing. <laughs> Did you try and say act in a posh voice and say act? <laughs> well, it was art and act at the same time. Oh, anyway, what, what what you do basically is yeah. you take a thing, a whole, you divide it into its segments, don't you? Like you segment. You take a whole. How? You, hang on. You take a hole in the a ground. Hole. A hole, loads of segments all together, and then oh, you divide them into segments, like an orange, like an orange. You take a whole thing and divide it into segments. And so if you think about this from a point of view of your email subscribers, you've got to realise that when you get one subscriber on your list, you don't need to segment them. The minute you've got two uh, subscribers on your list, they're now different people with different wants, different needs, different hopes, different desires, different interests. All of that will come on to in a moment. And so what you really need to do is decide... Am I doing these people the best possible service by constantly saying the same things in the same order about the same stuff with the same angle and the same approach? And if the answer to that question is yes, because they're basically exactly the same type of person, then great, you can kind of move on. But there's always going to be some level of segmentation that you're going to want to do, even from day one when you're getting started with this. Right. There, there is. And we're going to give you three different types of segmentation that I think pretty much every business should have from day one. But in general, before we get into that, in general, it kind of depends on how varied your products are, as well as who your audience is. So as you said, Rob, there's, it, it does depend on the type of people you serve, but also it depends on the kind of help or assistance or products or solutions that you offer. So for example, let's use us, right? We only teach email marketing. So there's not really much point in us doing interest segmentation because in, in a really tight and narrow way because at the end of the day, we're teaching email marketing and you should want to know, if you're in our world, about all the different approaches to email marketing. Now, the exception to that would be if we had very granular products, and that was all we sold, was we sold a product that's about improving your open rate and another uh, product that's about delivery and technical things and another product that's about something else. Mm -hmm. We could argue that there's some level of segmentation there, but the truth is, like we said, those things all work together. Like, there's no point in having open rates if you can't get your emails delivered. And there's no point in figuring out how you get your emails delivered if nobody you're sending them to wants, that wants to open them. So because all those things work so holistically together that's for kennedy because they work so holistically together like there's no point in separating them out because that's not going to work if somebody wants to bake a cake and they go to the shop they're going to buy all the ingredients for the cake there's no point in segmenting them into different patterns i'm going with that i'm gonna just let you sort of crash that train hard into the wall I'm, uh, yes forget that can we rewind and edit that bit out but I, I know what you're saying, though, right? Because whereas on the other side of things, if you sell products which have a broad range, so for example, if like, like one of our like one of our members of the league, uh, Nick, she sells maybe keepsakes and baby gifts, that handmade baby gifts, great, beautiful stuff, right? 
she might segment people by their interest. The fact they might have a, a male child. They might have a little boy, right? And so you might segment them by gender. You might, you might do that. Or you might know that as the child grows up, they're going to want to be segmented differently because they're not no longer want to. They're not going to any longer have any purpose for baby stuff, but they might want some keepsakes later on. So you are going to want to segment things, right? Yeah, when you said male child, I could just think of man child, which is that's <laughs> us, isn't it? Just a big man child. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's there's a thing there. Now the other bit to this is interest means more than hobbies. What you know, what somebody's interested in, what they're focused on. It really kind of means just where they're at, who they are. What what are they going to be interested in based on on who they are? So for example, really great example, a friend of ours, Paul. Salsa Paul sells salsa dancing training and he's got some stuff that's really suitable if you're a beginner and you can barely put one foot in front of the other and he's got some other stuff if you're really advanced and you're going to try and get on the Royal Variety Show or something and so you and then he's got some stuff for intermediate people in the middle and the truth is again if you are just starting out at something there is zero point in him telling you about the stuff that's really really complicated you're not going to be interested probably not going to be interested in it and if you do buy it you're going to feel so out of your depth now the truth is that's a valuable bit of segmentation from day one. In fact, it's more valuable on day one than it is further down the line. Because as I get further and further down the line as a subscriber on your in your list, I'm going to get more and more ready to be able to buy any of the stuff you've got to sell. So I think if you join somebody's list today because you want to learn salsa dancing, and within two days they're sending you stuff about the most advanced salsa dancing stuff there possibly is, that's really doing you as, as a subscriber a disservice. So what we've got to look at is how strict is it that somebody is not going to want to buy that thing from you? How obvious is it that that person is going to be offended if you try and sell them that thing or, or disinterested if you try and sell them that thing? And again, if you're like us, where you really need to learn all the different bits of email marketing in order to be able to do any of it, well, that you might there's no point in us interest segmenting. But if it's like that, where you're going to alienate people by telling them about the wrong stuff, then this is really important. It is. Now, there are three different types of segments we all should have, regardless of whether we think we should be segmenting or not. There are definitely three segments we need to have. And this will help you to really identify people and serve them the best. The first segment we should all be doing, and you're probably doing it and maybe haven't thought about it as segmentation, is to segment people who've already bought the thing you're talking about out of receiving the promotional emails for that thing. So in general, if somebody buys our daily email, complete daily email strategy course, we don't really want them to continue receiving promotional emails about that or seeing ads about it or anything like that. So we'll segment them out. We'll just add a tag or put them on a different list so that they no longer get those things. The second bunch of people that you want to segment is anybody who's expressly said, I'm not interested in that. If you are a student of our Complete Daily Email Strategy course, you'll know that in some of our emails, we actually put a link in which says, are you not interested in hearing more about this thing? If you're not, click here, and we'll not tell you about it anymore. So people who are genuinely willing to take the, the proactive action of saying, hey, by the way, just that's not my thing, 
then they, they've said, I don't want to hear about it anymore. So again, we're not going to tell them about that thing. The third is people who have shown interest. And that is, we have a, a campaign we teach and share inside of our, our membership, The League, which is called the Tell Me More campaign. And that's basically an email campaign that kicks off and automatically starts emailing a sales campaign when someone shows significant interest in your product or service. Because if someone goes and checks out that product or service a few times, then there's a good chance they quite like it. They quite like the idea of it. They're in that, what you call the consideration phase of the buyer's journey. So you might want to follow up with that person and say, oh, but I noticed you've checked that thing out a few times. Have you got any questions and case studies? Here's some testimonials to move them across the line and overcome their objections. So those three segments are, have bought the thing, have expressly said that they're not interested in it or have shown distinct interest in that thing. And now if you're wondering, okay, that's all well and good, but how do I do this segmentation? Well, actually, we did an episode of the Email Marketing Show. It was actually episode number five. So I, can't, I don't want to listen back to it because I'll be embarrassed at how rusty the show sounded. If you think this sounds polished, wait till you hear that one. Um, <laughs> back, uh, back in November 2019, the short code to get to that one is the email emailmarketingshow.com slash sandwich uh, for hilarious reasons which will only become apparent when you listen to the show uh, listen to the episode yeah so if you want to hear about how you segment people you can definitely go and check that out so that's amazing stuff that you can take and start using straight away in order to start giving your subscribers a better experience, but also just to get the, get this off your plate, just to decide, generally speaking, for the other types of segmentation, is that something I need to do now and I should have done on day one and now is the second best time to do it? Or is that something that really just doesn't fit into my business? And that's perfectly okay as well. You just need to decide, like everything, you need to decide, is this for me and do I need to do this right now? And this should give you everything you need to make that decision. It should, it should. And if you want to really boost your game when it comes to email marketing, we've put together a list of our favourite top books, 10 of them, uh, that we recommend you read uh, about email marketing. We think will really help you. And we put together for free for you when you go to emailmarketingheroes.com slash resources. And there's a few other resources on that page as well that you should definitely go and check out. If you haven't already, we would love to hang out with you and talk this stuff through. Shoot the breeze. I believe that's what the cool people say. Uh, you can come and hang out in our Facebook group. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community, where we'll talk about all of this stuff and every other episode and loads of other email marketing stuff as well. Just go to Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community. Love it. Now it's time for this week's... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. This week's subject line is the words, your free account. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah. This got not only a really good open rate, really good click-through rate. Click-through rate is primarily what we are focused on, click-through rate and sales generated generally. Although this one wasn't actually selling anything, hence the word free in it. Basically, we have recently moved uh, a bunch of our free resources, like the book list that Kennedy mentioned before, into our private members area. And so now when somebody like you goes and opts in for our free, that sounded dead disdainful, didn't it? When somebody like you goes and joins our free list when when you go and join our Facebook group uh, sorry when you go and get our free resources we will create you a free account inside our members area and so what we did recently was we took all of our, like, our existing subscribers we created them a free account so they could go and grab it in there and then we emailed them about it so just the words your free account uh, and it's working really really well lovely this week's subject, subject line of the week subject line of the week if you haven't already make sure you go and subscribe to the email marketing show on your podcast player that means every Wednesday every email marketing Wednesday when a new episode dro- 
when I can't ep- shake my head loud enough. <laughs> when, a new, when a new episode drops, you can uh, make sure it's automatically downloaded and you can listen to it at your convenience. Yes, that's it. We'll see you next week. Wednesday show. <laughs>